Hi, this is Jim Quick, and I have a quick update for you. I'm proud to announce my very first book, Limitless, Upgrade Your Brain, Learn Anything Faster, and Unlock Your Exceptional Life. This book is not only based on the latest neuroscience, it is field tested for over 28 years of working with some of the most amazing minds on our planet. Just go to LimitlessBook.com and enjoy this book. Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back, Quick Brain. Your question for today, it's a big one. How do you shut down self-defeating thoughts? Those thoughts that are ruminating, that say you can't do this or you're not enough. You know, we always talk about your mind is always eavesdropping on your self-talk. And we quote uh, Dr. Daniel Amen's work about ants and killing those ants, automatic negative thoughts. And so to address this topic today, we brought you the man, the myth, the, the legend, number one New York Times bestselling author, psychiatrist, world-renowned uh, brain expert. He's done so many brain scans on, on individuals, including my own, Dr. Daniel Amen. Thank you, Dr. Amen, for being back on our show. Jim, what a joy to be with you, as always, my friend. Yes, yes. So we've been on each other's podcast numerous times. You've been on our stages for a good goodness. It's been 10 years <laughs> now. It's like the blink of a blink of an eye, like, like almost a lifetime ago. Now, um, you know, with everything that's been going on this past uh, 12 months plus, you know, we live in, in very turbulent times. And I want to congratulate you on a very timely book. Uh, this this book that we're trying to talk about today is that your brain is always listening, right? How do you tame the hidden dragons that control your happiness, your your habits, and uh, hangups? And so, congratulations on the brand new book. I think you have already what twelve New York Times bestselling books. I lose track. We we only have one, so it's a lot easier to keep track though. Yeah, um, twelve. It's amazing. Um, it's because I'm old and. Um, persistent <laughs> um, but you know now more than ever we need a manual for your mind yeah. um, the incidence of depression has tripled since the pandemic self-harming behaviors in teenagers have quadrupled uh, suicide I've actually never seen it as a clinician um, like we have seen at Amen clinics, the people who are just sort of done. And there's nowhere in school, like they don't teach you speed reading, right? Which is one of the first things they should teach you in school. Um, they don't teach you how to memorize. They don't teach you how to learn. And they for sure don't teach you how to manage your mind and take care of your brain, which are just critical basic skills, way more important than geometry. And I'm not bashing geometry, but if your mind's not right, if your brain's not healthy, you'll never be your best. So how do you, how does this relate to ants then? So the ants, the automatic negative thoughts, 
all of us have weird, crazy, stupid, sexual, violent thoughts that nobody should ever hear. And just because you have a thought has nothing to do with whether or not it's true. Thoughts come from chemical reactions. They come from the food you eat, the memories you focus on, um, what happened to your ancestors that's written in your genetic code as we talked about. And it's actually not the thoughts you have that make you suffer. It's the thoughts you attach to that make you suffer. And it was funny, I was 28 when I was a psychiatric resident and I learned, oh, I don't have to believe every stupid thing I think. And it was a huge revelation because my mind used to torture me, Um, you know, about being insignificant or being less than. Mm -hmm. And, And then I realized well, I didn't really have to believe everything I thought and that I could choose to challenge them. And this is really important for me because, you know, I'm considered a maverick in my field or an outlier. And you can't go against the grain because that's always going to get you hate. You can't go against the grain if you're not managing your own mind. Mm-hmm. And so when people would call me bad names, I would go, you know, well, do I get, do I keep this or do I challenge it? And there's an exercise in the book on um, if you give me a hundred of your worst thoughts, I'll change your life. And so I actually and give examples in the book. Uh, in fact, I love one of the opening stories. It's the son of the Mexican mafia leader in Los Angeles who grew up with just intense, lasting, incredible stress and trauma um, from SWAT breaking into his house and he had 12 rifles pointed at his head uh, to see and his grandmother raped. And then the guy that raped her asked him if he wanted to participate. I mean, like seriously, crazy stuff. And I saw him and he had just gotten out of a psych facility for suicidal ideation. And within six months, he's dramatically better. And one of the things we did is he wrote down a hundred of his worst thoughts from hating himself to being unable to speak in public to um, comparing himself to others in a negative way. And what we do is we take them through a very specific process of, and you only do this for the thoughts that don't serve you, the thoughts that bother you, right? Thoughts that inspire you, let them stay. Um, But, you know, I'll never be able to speak in public. So it's like, okay, is that true? So the first question is always, is it true? It's challenge the, the thought. And then how does the thought make you feel? awful generally how would you feel if you didn't have the thought free and then we always take the thought and turn it to the opposite it's a technique i learned from my friend byron katie um 
But what it really is, it's cognitive behavioral therapy that teaches you to question your thoughts. Just because you have a thought has nothing to do with whether or not it's true. Sort of like the weather. Some days, you know, there's a lot of sunshine in your head and sometimes it's just storming mm -hmm. out. You don't have to attach to it you can learn to control your mind. And people will say, oh, well, I tried it and it didn't work. But did you try it every day for a hundred straight days? No, because it works. I mean, this is a technique that just works, but when it comes to managing your mind, people don't get, you have to manage your mind like you manage your body. That if you wanna be healthy, you have to eat right and you have to exercise and, you know, nutritional supplements mm -hmm. consistently over time, neither you or I would be at a healthy weight right. if we didn't think about it and work on it over time. You have to do exactly the same thing with your mind. So these mental habits need to be just part of your everyday life. There's another dragon, the hopeless and helpless dragon, which is just out of control because of the pandemic. Mm. And I um, teach positivity bias training. I love that. I created that term um, because when we test people, when they first come to the clinic, we do a neuropsych assessment and it tests how positive or negative they are. And so many of my patients score really high on negativity bias. It means their brain just sort of defaults to a negative place. And so positivity bias training, start every day with today is going to be a great day. I'm starting, like say it out loud to yourself. It's actually on my to-do list. Like if I forget, it's like the first thing I see in the morning, today is going to be a great day. Well, why? my unconscious mind then finds why you and I get to hang out today. That makes me happy. Um, when I go to bed at night, I always say a prayer and then I go, what went well today? And my mind goes on a treasure hunt and I coined this new term. I like micro moments. I look for the smallest thing that happened that day that made me happy. And if there are big things that happen, you know, that's awesome too. But I put myself to sleep, mm -hmm. focusing on what went well. I can train my mind to look for what's right, or I can allow it on its own to look for what's wrong. And I want to be in control. I don't want the evolutionary bias toward negativity that so many of us were born with. Uh, because it helped us survive thousands of years ago. Right. It's not helpful to me now. Today. Yeah, I mean, we, we've had conversations on, on both our shows about how we have to look at, if it bleeds, it leads, and how our, our brain gets hijacked sometimes by what's threatening and scary, uh, potentially to, that could hurt us. You know, but you're saying that we could, we could retrain our, our brain to look for the things that are positive, look for opportunity, look for the things that we could be grateful, these, these micro moments. And uh, we're talking about 
cognitive behavioral therapy, something. So you're making a list of a, are you making a list of a hundred different things that you, you are not your thoughts and don't believe everything that you think. And you're putting down a hundred potentially uh, self-defeating thoughts. And then you're saying every single day for a hundred days on top of it, is this true? You know, how does this make me feel? And then going, you know, the opposite. Yeah, and you the... Just pick one a day for a hundred days. Okay. But um, Jimmy, the um, young man in the book, mm. he, one of the reasons he got better is he was serious. You know, yeah. he tackled it just like he tackled going to law school. I mean, he was serious. It's like, hey, coach, tell me what to do. As opposed to some of my patients who are like, no, 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 that won't work. There's actually a whole section in the book on bad habit dragons. And one of the bad habit dragons is no, no, no. That when someone, you're with someone, you're actually arguing with them in their, in your head before they've actually finished <laughs> their thought. And right. you and I both know people like this. And it's, it's frustrating, but it's a bad habit. It's sort of like you have a vinyl record in your head that's got a scratch in it. And rather than being open-minded and flexible, um, you tend to be rigid. And if things don't go your way, you get upset. And it's a bad habit. And so I teach people how to retrain these bad habits. Another bad habit is saying yes, 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 yes. And you end up overwhelmed and you hate your life. And mm -hmm. I train all of my ADD patients who, because of their impulsivity, often say yes before they should they should really think about it. Right. I have them practice, I have to think about it. So when someone asks you to do something, think about it. And so when you say, I have to think about it, you're honoring their request, but you're also honoring your own time. And then based on your goals, well, does it fit? It's another mantra. I teach my patients, does it fit? Does, does it fit? the goals you have. And if it doesn't, you have to say no, which helps tame the shouldn't shaming dragon so rampant, uh, especially in certain cultures. So clearly the Roman Catholic in me, the shouldn't shaming dragon was fed a lot when I was a child, but it's also common in Jewish cultures and Asian cultures. Um, and I have my patients change, I should do something, or I have to do something, or I ought to do something, do I want to do it? Or it fits my goals to do it. So before my dad died, um, I would get the thought I should go see him. And, but that makes me feel bad. So if I change, I should go see him, do I want to go see him? or it fits my goals to go see him because I want to have a good relationship because I know he won't always be with me. Well, then I go and there's no angst because if I don't want to do it or it doesn't fit my goals to do it, why am I doing it? And fair, it, fair. It, it helps a lot. I mean, this is all about going for whether it's the, the victim or the victor or what I was talking to Tana about, this is, this is the greatest way of doing it and take ownership 
over our life. So then you're like Frodo and you're in Mordor <laughs> and you get to go and, you know, and then also bring the treasure, you know, back and all this wisdom and inspire other people to do the same. Um, Daniel, thank you so much for, for writing this book. I recommend everyone goes get a copy of Your Brain is Always Listening. It's always listening to those. And uh, to find out more about Your Dragons, where, where can people go um, to get the book that you recommend? So they can go to knowyourdragons.com and take our free quiz so you know how many of the dragons from the past are hanging out in your head. Um, and um, your brain is always listening.com so they can get the book anywhere great books are sold but um, we have some free gifts for them at your brain is always listening.com amazing recommend everyone take a screenshot of this episode whether you're watching on youtube uh, which we always recommend people subscribe there uh, if they're watching uh, listening to it on spotify or itunes and tag uh Take a screenshot, post it online in your favorite social media, tag Dr. Amen, tag myself. And what I want you to do when you're there is to share which, uh, which dragon you identify with. You could just share that. I'm gonna repost um, some of them uh, that, I, that I see. That's why you tag us in it. And I'll actually gift a copy of Your Brain is Always Listening to uh, one individual just as a thank you for, for playing along. Because when you share something you just learned, you get to learn it twice. Uh, Daniel, thank you so much for being on our show again. And congratulations. And thank you for writing this amazing book. Thank you, my friend, for helping me spread the word. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You wanna learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team can properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think.
I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our quick success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your Limitless Book Club, where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for one hour, uh, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode. 